have all you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. When I put my password in, it says it's wrong. I'm like, yeah, but you know what I meant. Come on, dickhead, get it right. Exactly. So, welcome to 2019. I guess that's a good way to come on, dickhead, get it right. 2019. We're here. Uh, Dork Trek back for our. What we started in 2011, so our eighth year of Star oh. Trek podcasting. We are watching Deep Space Nine. Uh, we are that made my back hurt. Uh, we're old, man. We started this voyage as young men and women, and now we're on our way home eventually. But hopefully, it's more interesting than Voyager. Let's meet the rest of the cast. Um, our resident Star Trek expert and overall wonderful man. Uh, ben McCormick, everybody. Hey, everybody. And the fan favorite. Everybody loves him. Bob France. Women want to be with him and men want to be him. Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Black and Asian. Oh, me? Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's the name of the episode we're reviewing this week? Uh, you who is without sin. Bucking on Riza. Yeah. Bang Bus Riser Edition. <laughs> now, before we get into too much of the episode, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a pretty straightforward episode. It's pretty simple. It's mainly uh, a backdrop about the the budding relationship of Worf and Dax. And they're going on vacation together and they're going to Ryza. Now, when did, like, was Worf always this much of a tight ass? Or, like, did they kind of recon him to be this on Deep Space Nine? Now, I think, you know, actually this episode kind of crystallized it for me because I never really put my finger on it before that he really is the no fun Klingon. <laughs> Like, all the other Klingons have always kind of been pretty cool and fun. That's kind of why I've always enjoyed the Klingon episodes, because they're just fucking crazy. Yes. They go in there, they want to battle, they want to drink, they want to, you know, have a good time. All the spoils. Yeah. They want to fight to the death, but if they survive, they want all the spoils of living. Yep. Fight hard, play hard. Yeah. Fight hard, play hard. That's a really good way to put it there. And Worf is just like, fight hard, fight hard. Yeah. Fight hard, no play. But I just don't understand. Was he this grumpy on uh, TNG, or do we just not really see a lot of him, so we don't know? I think so. He always was. He never like even when they're playing poker, he's always taking it super seriously. Mm-hmm. He he never has fun except for when he's like um, running his karate class. <laughs> Does he really have fun? <laughs> that seems to be when he's having the most fun. You know. Does he have fun with that, or is it just he's not as bitchy? Maybe he's just not as bitchy, but, like, this episode really does a poor job. Like, they just – he is just a giant stick in the mud, this wharf. Yeah. And I never really assumed that it was that bad. I always really enjoyed the wharf episodes. Like, he would show up and cool stuff would happen. He'd be like, oh, man, wharf is here. Cool. And then it it would always be a really good episode. But then recently it just seems like he's just a – Especially on Deep Space Nine, he's just a uh, 
sourpuss of epic proportions. I think, you know, like on the Enterprise, to some extent, everything is about business. Like they're, they have a mission. Everybody's working towards the same mission and everything. But DS9, it's like this ragtag bunch of people who all have their own, you know, motivations and the outcomes that they want to have. You know, the Federation guys, the Bajorans, the Cork. You know, <laughs> the Cork. They're all, they're all like pulling the station in different directions, and and so that kind of adds more stress to Worf, I think. Okay. Ah. All right. Like, so like on the Enterprise, he can he can be a dick, and everybody's like, oh well, you know, he's a security guy. What else is he supposed yeah. to do? But on DS9, everybody's like, hey, you know what? You're not working, baby. Let's party. <laughs> you don't like that. Let your freak flag fly, mama. <laughs> That's right. Well, see, I think, though, part of it is also like what you're saying that is to build on that, though, is that on the Enterprise, though, it's all Starfleet or Starfleet flam- families. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit easier to kind of relax around that situation because you know that they're there's a certain level of decorum that even the humans are going to have to meet. So you don't have to be as stuck in the mud, but then he goes into this alien situation, you know, with all the, the hoodlums, crooks and thieves on deep space nine. Yeah. And he's got to kind of double space down. Moss Eisley. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got to double down on the hard ass just to, you know, keep what he thinks is. is a, so, a- so Ben, you're saying some of it is, uh, is a show like he's putting on a show. Well, I just think he's trying to keep more true to himself or what he imagines himself should be. Okay. By having to double down. Like he's in the situation where before he could kind of let his guard down, now he has to always be on guard. Because we had, uh, because this show had a hard ass. Like the hard ass was Odo, but even Odo thinks Warp is too fucking uptight, yeah. which is just well, now. Mean. Now Odo has a working dick, so he's like, "Hey, man, we go, we go to Riza." So uncomfortable for me watching him giggle about uh, Warp's sex life. Yeah, when I mean, when he and uh, uh, what is it, uh, Cisco, there at the beginning. I mean, yeah. he's like leaning in, going <laughs> like. What? The two of them are sitting there giggling like schoolgirls as Dax comes up. She's like, oh, man, my shoulder really hurts. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, if your shoulder hurts, baby, what does your vagina look like at this point? That thing's got to be beat to death. Like a hand grenade went off at a deli. Cisco's like, can't you guys just do oral sometimes? (laughs) Well, even when we do oral, you got to do it really hard and just a lot of pelvic thrusting. (laughs) And you get bruises on your lips, and those are harder to explain. Worf had the bruise on his chin <laughs> the size of a look like he got hit with a fucking door. Have you ever tried to fit two Klingon dicks in your mouth before? It's real fun. I mean hard. I mean yeah. fun. I mean hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah. But yeah, it's um looking like yes. slimer. Busting <laughs> makes me feel good twice. <laughs> now, do you think the second penis just ejaculates as like a as like a fail safe in case the first sperm don't swim strongly enough to uh I think fertilize they're two, the egg. They're two distinct systems. Like one penis has its own two balls and another has its own two balls. All right. So technically two he could come at balls. different times. All right. With okay. penis. So, so he, he, he can nut with one and still be going with the other. I we established that they're like yeah, top bottom. Yeah, top bottom. Because that's the so way it looked I'm, in Discovery, which will be back right. on the 17th of January. 
So I'm thinking it's kind of like the Battlestar Galactica. If you ever watched the original uh, Battlestar Galactica back in the day, the big guns on the side, whenever they would fire and they would, you know, they would just <laughs> one fire and recoil, then the other. <laughs> I'm thinking that's what it does when he, he gets off is that they're one over the other and they just start firing and it's just like. <laughs> so he's multiple. All right. Sploosh, 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 sploosh. But it's just right. one recoil, it fires and recoils. Now, as it awesome. goes back up, the other one fires and recoils. And now, now, do the do the the sperm have to fight to the death before they get to go into the egg? Like, what if two get there at the exact same time? Do they have like little sperm oh, no, battles they fight each other with? I and think then it's a running battle. I think it's a running battle all the way through the reproductive system. Okay, where. But I don't think it's like everyone against everyone. It's all the ones from the upper are battling the ones from the lower. Well, I would imagine like the female Klingons have antibodies that go and attack these sperm when they come inside to protect yeah. the eggs from being impregnated, only to make sure <laughs> just, only the most worthy sperm impregnates. Tennessee the just, said, he just said come inside. <laughs> I I think it's a three way melee. So that, that's, 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 that's so like female, a battle royale. Yeah, the females are attacking it, but so are the the males are attacking each other. The yeah. females then attack. That would explain why sometimes some Klingons are real sneaky because, like, the sneaky sperm like avoided all the battle inside and managed to find his way to the egg without having to fight anybody. All right, fair enough. Sneaky Klingon. <laughs> sneaky Klingon. Well, you, or you could say smart Klingon, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> they usually have bad ends though the yeah ones. yeah it's true it's true so um so yeah so these two are going to risa and Worf wants to talk we have to talk about our relationship mm. yeah that's always good like, maybe we could talk here yeah like why go to risa the pleasure planet to talk about your relationship unless you're going to talk about fucking yeah Could you just take like a long runabout uh, trip together and just yeah is there a Klingon pleasure planet? That would be awesome. Not that I know of. What was the name of the the moon that blew up in Star Trek Six? Praxis. Yeah, that was it. That was the pleasure planet, and it blowed up. <laughs> now they have no pleasure. There'll be no pleasure here. It was too much fun on the moon Praxis, and it blew up. But um, they're not the only ones going to rise on vacation. It's weird that like. Are they getting vacation in like waves? Is that how it happens? Like Worf and Julian get time at the same time and then somebody else and then like uh, fucking Odo and... Yeah, because how many... There's not that many senior Federation staff on DS9. Yeah. And basically this is at least half of them, right? Or this is oh. more than half. Because yeah, all is, this left is Cisco and O'Brien. Yeah, this is... And O'Brien's a uh, uh, first class. He's a chief. He's not even, he's enlisted. He's not even an officer. Well, yeah. Technically, if we're being technical about it. Like yeah, some hotshot could come in DS9 and get O'Brien's job. Well, I mean, you couldn't just show up. You'd have to get orders there. And there Wasn't that what Eddington's supposed to be? Like he was supposed to be O'Brien's boss to some extent? No, no, no. He was uh, Odo's replacement. He was the Starfleet chief of security. Look Odo how was the, the local chief of security yeah. it's, uh, well i guess what is kira the his boss then like because on the enterprise it would basically be like 
data, right? Because he's a chief operations. Chief operations officer. Yeah. Um, no, uh, O'Brien worked work. for. Uh, I need an organizational chart. Because <laughs> well, uh, Chief O'Brien was the transporter chief, and the transporters fall under the chief engineer. Mm -hmm. So he he would work directly for uh, Jordy. Yeah, that, like Starfleet has all these bullshit job titles. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> just so that everybody can be a lieutenant commander. <laughs> it's bureaucracy. It is. All your all your departments have a chief. You know, you have your department head. They got so many departments. How many departments? You've got engineering. You got life sciences. You got uh, planetary yeah, life sciences. Well, botany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got botanical. You got archaeology. Astrometrics. Uh, astrometrics. It, it seems. It seems to me, at least in the original series, counseling. Like those people just showed up every once in a while. Like you'd have like. But who do they work for? They all work for Riker. Who do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, the executive officer is basically the chief of staff. He's the guy that that keeps everybody running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Riker keep. It all bubbles up to Riker, and then supposedly, if only if it's like bad enough, does it go above Riker to the yeah. card? And then Riker just goes home and Picard has no idea who these guys are. Yeah. I don't know who you are, buddy. Please leave me alone. Oh, the chief of life sciences. Oh, very good for you, buddy. Why are you speaking? Transfer him. <laughs> Beam him into space for speaking to me. Never again. <laughs> Just remember when you go to the ready room, don't make eye contact. Speak only when spoken to. Please lick the boot of my... It's like, it's like uh, going to order from the soup Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Picard is the uh, staff meeting Nazi. No, no, no. I think it's, it's one of those things where he, the captain is in a, in a position where he's just a nice guy who has a tough job, but he can't afford Picard? to know... People per yeah, but he can't afford to, to get to be personal with these people. He has to keep a certain level of aloofness and separation because at any given time, he's like, yeah, you three go die so the ship can live. And I think they did a really good job of uh, kind of displaying that on TNG. On Deep Space Nine, I feel like it's more all for one and one for all because you have kind of a mixed bag of like, well – you know, uh, Cisco was the captain of Deep Space Nine, and then uh, Kira is his number one, but she's the head of the Bajorans. So it's kind of like this weird, kind of staggered, like two-tiered yeah. system almost. It's, because kind of like in, um, like in Korea, the like every um, washy washy, like every branch, like the um, the military, the way they they set up their commands, the like steam and cream. There's a A1, A2, A3, A4, whatever, and they all have responsibilities. Like one is personnel, one is intelligence, one is operations, whatever. And so like yeah. in Korea, it's set up to where the top dog for operations is an American, the top dog for intel is a Korean, you know, like it's alternating like that. So it's probably like that with the... Uh, we have ends. The S9 too. Yeah, well, A, S, N, J. Yeah. Washington. We have N's and J's. N's yeah. and J's. Yeah. I would love to get J's. I, I would love to get J's off right N's and J's. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about how bad that sounds, but we have the N one, N two. Yeah, that does sound really bad now that I think about it. I might edit all that out. <laughs> I'm the H and I C. <gasps> oh, but you can say that, Dennis. 
I'm the head Navy guy in charge. There you go. But, but yeah, so um, Julian and his lady friend, uh, whose name was, what's her name? Lita. Lita. They want to catch a ride. The wrestler? To Liza. Yes, the, the wrestler. She's the wrestler with the Hardy Boys, right? That's very dated at this point, Dan. That's I'm my gonna, era of wrestling now. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk you back on. <laughs> that's my. That's that's pretty much as as recent as I get with wrestling. <laughs> oh, that Early was the, 2000s. Well, see, my thing was I only watched like in the late 80s, early mid 80s to late 80s. Yeah. Like, by the way, rest in peace, Mean Gene. Mean Gene Okerlund. We had that's, three deaths today. Three. Yeah. I yes. Super Dave died. Super Dave. Yeah. Super Dave, Mean Gene, and Captain from Captain and Tennille. Oh, gee. Oh, really? Yeah. How old, how old was Captain? I don't know. Uh, was it 76? I think he was the same age as the other two guys. That's terrifying. It's not a good day. It was not a good day to be a 76-year-old with, like, a, a nickname. Well, Primarily uh, known by your nickname, you know? Bob, uh, Bob Epstein, who passed away, he's Super Dave. And I, I know him more as Funkhauser from yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I never, to be honest, like, whenever I saw him on Carson as Super Dave – I never really found it funny. Like, I guess you had to know him from the Smothers Brothers days and like when the, they had the Super Dave show in the 70s and 80s or whatever to really kind of appreciate it. But I never really found him funny until he was on Curb. Yeah, he's great on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, but I, I always felt like I was missing the joke on Super Dave when I was a kid. So, I mean, I remember yeah. him from the 80s and, and from the Super Dave show. And it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm supposed to be laughing at this. This is... yeah. I didn't have I think, the internet. I think Johnny Carson was just paying homage to, his, you know, Smudders Brothers. Yeah. Well, he or was also does. he was also very popular on Letterman too, from what I understand. Yeah. I would I think he was more him. big on Letterman than he was on Carson, wasn't he? Yeah. It? Yeah. Dave loved Dave loved him some Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. My my parents' house was a Carson house. Ah, yes, very much so. But uh, yeah, between him and uh, Mean Gene. Jesus. Both of them were uh, prominent guests on Levitard, too. Really? Yeah. Huh, okay. I was unaware of that. Actually, uh, uh, Bob Einstein had been ducking showing up on Levitard because uh, Alan Thicke was on, and then a little later, he died. And so Bob Einstein was avoiding it so that he was like, no, I don't want to be on air. I don't want to die. Well, he had he. Well, to be fair, he did have um, leukemia. I read. Oh, so, really? yeah. Well, so it says he he got leukemia, and he's old, and he died shortly after the diagnosis. Yeah. So, and just to confirm, uh, Captain from Captain and Tennille, Daryl Dragon is. Uh, wow! Why would you go as Captain when your name is Daryl Dragon? <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? Daryl Dragon is that's a badass name. Why would you do that? I would I would listen to Dragon and Tennille. That would be awesome. Or you could just be Captain Dragon. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I'm trying I to mean, find out where the, the Dump Tennille. You don't need that Tennille if you're Captain Dragon. Yeah, it's you Captain Dragon. <laughs> Captain Dragon's a solo act. Yeah, Captain. <laughs> You're just a, an idiot. I mean, come on. It's, is his last name spelled Dragon, D-R-A-G-O-N? Yes. Yeah. His, yeah. <laughs> his real name, Dennis, oh. is Daryl Frank Dragon. Okay, but here's the, the Frank story. Dragon. His, his <laughs> familiar, what kind of dragon are you? Red dragon, gold dragon? I'm a Frank dragon. <laughs> his 
uh, familiar image and stage name came from his time as a keyboard player with the Beach Boys from 1967 to 72. And Beach Boys lead singer Mike Love gave him the nickname Captain Keyboard and it stuck. So he began wearing a nautical captain's hat to go along with the name. As in Captain... I can respect that. But no! Uh, it's, your name is Dragon. You're right, though. Call him Captain Dragon. Listen, what happened was the guys from the Beach Boys were like, we can't call this guy fucking Captain Dragon because he'll be the <laughs> baddest motherfucker on the face of the earth. So we're going to call him Captain Keyboard, which sounds real dicky-like. Because, I mean, think about it. Would you rather be called... Ca he was probably like, dude, just call me Captain Dragon. Like, no, 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 Captain Keyboard. You're not going to be Captain Dragon. Then you're going to be on front of the stage singing all the songs. Everybody's going to want to meet you. Nobody's going to want to meet Mike Love. Who the fuck is Mike Love? Yeah. They're going to want to meet Captain Dragon. <laughs> That's stupid. Wow. We should start a, a tribute band called Captain oh Dragon. God. What's so up, Ben? I lost track of Captain and Tennille after... As most people did. <laughs> you know, after the 80s, um, as most people did. Um, but apparently Tennille filed for divorce from Dragon. Uh, you spit in fire! <laughs> January of 2014, after 39 years of marriage. Wow. And Daryl stated that he was unaware of the pending divorce until he was served with the divorce papers. Wow, that's really sad. And said uh, to TMZ on January 22nd of 2014, I don't know why. Wow, Dra hey, listen to this. Death. This is his Wikipedia page. Dragon died on January 2nd, 2019 from retinal failure. How tough does that sound? Dragon? Retinal failure? Yeah. Retinal or renal? Renal, excuse renal. me. Renal, excuse me. I'm not good at English sometimes. <laughs> renal. Renal. I got bad eyes. I got to die. <laughs> <laughs> you don't die from your eyes, do you? That's horrifying. That's crazy. Why would you want to be called? That's, that's a real waste. What a waste of a life. Fucking, you could have been known as fucking Frank Dragon. But here's the cool thing. If there can be something cool from this. So they always say that celebrity deaths come in threes. We got them all done this week. In one day? In one day. Bam, January 2nd. In they hours of up. each other. They all woke up. Somebody said Trump's still president. They all three died. Bam. Because look, this is how it's being read. The captain from Captain and Tennille. Fuck that. You could have been goddamn Daryl Dragon. Yeah. You could have been fucking Frank Dragon out there spitting fire, making all the Keyboard fire. Making all the bitches come. Hoarding all the gold. Yeah, but you fucking cat. Get the fuck out of here. And he had the, I mean, he didn't. Oh, no. Oh, but did we lose Ben? They killed Ben. Oh, no. Ben's dead as well. Ben. 50, whatever. How old are you? <laughs> We didn't realize Ben was actually 76, too. They're coming for all the 76 years old. I mean, Ben can kind of land in any era. That's why he works so yeah. well. He can be like a punky millennial, or he could be an old boomer. Like you yeah. never know. Yeah. Ben works in any time. That's why we love him. I like his frozen phase in there, though. <laughs> time was. What do you think Ben would be saying right now? If you could – if you – could voice Ben's frozen face, what would that face say? Hmm. What would he say? Oh, oh he's gone. He's gone. Oh. He's gone. That's probably why he left. Yeah. But um He could probably hear us the whole time. He probably could. He was like, you know what? Fuck those guys. <laughs> I'm out of here. He probably just pulled his pull. You know what? These guys are dicks. Yeah. Well, he's not wrong. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. But Darryl yeah, Dragon. so rest in peace, Daryl Dragon.
I mean, it's it's a real wasted opportunity. We can all agree that he had a brother named Dennis Dragon, so I guess I can't change my name to that. Why couldn't they've been the fucking Dragon Brothers? Was the, was the video game Double Dragon based on their family? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be awesome. Let's spread that rumor. Daryl and Dennis Dragon fighting street toughs. Let's start that rumor. <laughs> they are the uh, fucking. Uh, spiritual beings that led to double dragon yes that's really awesome with the knives and the whips yeah well i think they went through that phase in the late in the early 80s with captain and tenille like when the love is a battlefield kind of thing they're like hey we need songs like that so let's get some whips and (laughs) switchblades and they started that double dragon shit ben has joined us on his phone hello benjamin you're, I spent you're so much money on on playing Double Dragon. Double Dragon was a good quick stop. That was a good ass game. Yeah, I don't recall that game. Is your is your computer restarting? Is that what happened to you? Oh, uh, my computer is dead, um, and it's in <laughs> like seventy six years old. <laughs> it, my computer is actually seventy six years old, and oh, I no. did not realize it until just now. Is so. your is your computer also named Dragon? No, it's named Double. So. <laughs> But uh, penetration. No, so uh, <laughs> double penetration, dragon. <laughs> yes, double uh, dragon penetration. Penetration. No, I, I apparently did not plug in the power cord. Um, uh, it died, and now it's still on the black screen, slowly booting up with its little line. And it's like, all right. Well, so what you're saying is you have no one to blame but yourself. No one to blame but myself. All right. That's good that you take that. That's very. That's just much a lot like of- much like Captain. Has no one to blame but himself for his lack of notoriety. You, you had the chance with Dragon. You yeah. blew it. I mean, just like all the guys at the keyboard. Blew. Come on, man. And you could have been making like slightly racist, like karate movie music that would have been like dope as shit back in the 70s because your name is fucking Daryl Dragon. Yeah. And you had some kick ass keyboard skills. They would have gotten him to do the, you're the best around. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. The dude who did that, I can't. Yeah, I don't know that guy's name. Say that. I mean, I was a big fan of Captain Antonio back when I was a kid, but I don't ever remember knowing he was Daryl Dragon. I couldn't. Nobody name knew one Captain Antonio song. It's the best kept secret in entertainment. Love, Love will keep us together. That's Captain Antonio. Yeah. It's like their signature song. Wait, All love right. will keep us together? Yeah. It's not love will keep us alive? That's nah, somebody no. Love. Love will keep us together. There you go. All right. That's the only song. Okay. All right. All right. There's, I have an album of theirs somewhere around here. We'll keep us together. Oh, his godfather was actor and comedian Danny Thomas. Oh. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's like uh, with uh, Super Dave. His yeah. uh, brother was Albert Brooks. I had no idea. Yeah, no idea. His, I just, other, his younger brother was Cliff uh, Einstein, uh, who was an accountant. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yes, or an accountant. Wait, so Albert Brooks' something. real last name is Einstein? Yes. <laughs> Albert Einstein. That's a, yeah, yeah. So you, gotta, you change your fucking name first day in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, you this. What's your name? That sack was like, you can't be, you know. <laughs> you can't be Albert Einstein. Well, what mother is, it's like, Morty, we'll name him Albert. Albert Einstein. He's such a smart boy. When was boy. he born? 
Well, I guess Einstein was already famous by like that. <laughs> well, yeah, Einstein was like, you know, making uh, Marilyn Monroe quiver in the 50s. So, it, it, you know, he, he was pretty much established as Albert Einstein since the 30s. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, since the 20s, I think. Didn't like his theory of relativity when then like 1905? 1918, 19, something. I don't know. Long time. 1905, 1906. Theory of relativity? Yeah. Well, his early works. I don't know, man. Let me look this up. I I don't have a computer now, so, you know. I'm looking, I'm looking. Albert Einstein, yada, yada, yada. Theory of relativity. Theory of Al Brooks? (laughs) Brooks? Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) How did this. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Swiss Patent Office. Uh, photon theory of light. 1921, he got the Nobel Prize. 19, yeah, 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 yeah. Einstein well, so, taught the, uh, theoretical physics in Zurich between 1912 and 1914 before he left for Berlin. Blah, blah, blah. 1917, he applied the general theory of relativity to model the structure of the universe. Didn't he do something in 1905 or 1906? Yeah, he worked in the patent office. Is that all? I mean, it's just theories, though, bro. I mean, who knows? I just, I, I, He's I probably watched. smoking weed and theorizing in the patent office. He's like, yo, man, this is what it is, bro, right? Like, check it out. E I gotta go with MC squared, bro. I'm high as fuck. I got to go reread his biography. I read his biography years ago, but like I said it's, it's been forever. How was that? Was that interesting? Uh, actually, what, uh, the guy who did the Steve Jobs and the uh, – um shit who else did he do? the what's his name isaacson isaacs walter okay. isaacs or something he wrote he's written several famous biographies and uh he, he did the uh the einstein biography it was the first one of his that i'd read it's really good well written all right uh many pop according to his wikipedia page many popular quotations are misattributed to Albert Einstein, which has got to be cool. But anyway, yeah. yeah um, and if you haven't done it, do yourself a favor. And I did it before we came down. I watched uh, uh, Bob Einstein's uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. It's a yeah. really, really good one. Oh, yeah. Which one? His first or second appearance? Uh, I only knew that he was on once. Um, I didn't watch it when it was a web series. I watched it on Netflix because I'm a sellout. I didn't know about it. They're already repeating people on that show? Well, no, but he, he was the first comedian to appear twice. Really? Well, I guess it was the second one where Jerry was driving around in the black Benz and they went to the bowling alley and then they went to a deli and it was, he told this fucking great story about Red Fox. It was so fun. <laughs> so do yourself a favor and watch that. And then I was watching some Funkhauser episodes because they're really good. Well, anything to do with Red Fox is great. Yeah, it, it was a really great uh, uh, fucking story. <clears throat> And I like to, I met a guy at Heroes Con over the summer named Larry. And every time I saw him, I would go, Larry, come here, please. <laughs> and I was, I was doing Punk House the whole time. Larry, if you weren't my best friend, I'd bop your head off. <laughs> We're not best friends. <laughs> I love my law. That's really sad. I, I anyway. saw the, what was it, the episode where he rediscovered his Judaism? Who, Funkhauser? Yeah. And I so haven't seen like, that. Was that after his mom died or something? Well, he was wearing the, the, the kippah. And then he's going to meet uh, Larry and uh, and uh, the Palestinian chicken. That's the one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, it's really good. It's, really... it's a great show. Anyway, great show. It's Almost great show. as great as this episode of Star Trek. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> 
I would agree with you in disagreeing I'm gonna, with me. I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree. So they get to Ryza, and then Cork wants to come too, and your boy is all banged out of shape because all he wants to do is he doesn't really even want to go to Ryza. Now he's got to go with two other people that he doesn't want to go with. And while he's on Ryza, everybody's having hot sex and going to well, be no, having bef- immediately. Everybody's immediately having hot sex. <laughs> well, even though before he, he goes, though, because he knew about the Julian and, and, uh, and Lita thing, he gets to the fucking space dock and there's uh, Quark. Quark to go with him. And so that just... So now he's got three people he doesn't want to be around. And it's kind of fucked up that he makes Quark stay in his quarters the whole trip. <laughs> and he doesn't even talk to him, though. He do, I mean, he's like, he's, he's going to yeah, a divorce. tell the Ferengi to go back to his quarters. <laughs> oh, it wasn't even clear. Tell the Ferengi to go to his quarters now. Yeah. It's, it's like when I was going through the I'm divorce. I'm turning this fucking shuttlecraft around. <laughs> I swear to Christ. He didn't even have to throw. It wasn't like I'll turn it around now. It was oh he won't. He's like motherfucker. I won't. Yeah. and he's yeah. he's doing it. Don't tempt me. Today is not the day. Although it is a good day to die. Today is a good day to return to Deep Space Nine and not go to Riza. Yeah, so they're doing their whole thing and. Um, they get to the plant and everybody starts fucking. And then we see uh, Vanessa Williams. Hey, there's Ben twice. Yeah, that's a pretty good get for uh, for Deep Space Nine. Oh yeah, totally. And it's a really Ben's mid nineties. Uh, Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Oh my God, two Bens. My two Bens. You got to turn off the phone machine. There you go. There you go. I had to. That was weird, but kind of hot. And there was two bands. It was, it was like a dream come true with your fucking team and me. Oh my god! <laughs> it was a dream come true for me. I mean, someday I'll be two of me. We'll make um, out. Remove. Not two. Okay. Why won't you leave, Ben? I can't get rid of your other one. I can't quit you, <laughs> other Ben. Uh oh. What happened? I don't know. I don't know either. I think your phone isn't releasing. Yeah, it's not releasing. But is yeah. it still talking? No. Okay. But yeah, so they're there, and all of a sudden, while they're there, I guess they meet the uh, 24th century equivalent of like shitty born again Christians. Yeah. And this guy is, I often confuse this guy for super dave and other stuff he's been in <laughs> i can really? see that okay but uh the the thing that i remember this guy most for well two things i remember the absolute most for one is he was the seven million dollar man back when uh six million dollar man was on tv so he was the upgrade that came out okay did he All end right. up being a bad guy he was the he slightly better. better yeah and that was the thing was that he was uh, morally ambiguous. Uh, and so he would like, yeah, but I got these gifts. I can uh, go ahead and, you know, take a bet on running fast. Or I can, uh, you know, maybe screw these guys out of their winnings because I'm stronger. And it's like, no, you're not supposed to use your powers for bad. You're supposed to be good. I instantly knew he was a bad guy because he kind of looks like Paul Manafort. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. I, don't I can see that. that. Well, the other thing I, I can see that before, good call, Dennis. <laughs> if you remember uh, uh, Golden Girls, yeah, who doesn't? Um, well, you know, so what he now? played Golden Girls. 
So he was uh, Blanche Devereaux's gay oh, brother. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Clayton Hollinsworth. That's a gay name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> uh, he did a lot of stuff. He was on Hotel. He was on Golden yeah. Girls, Baywatch, Murder, She Dynasty, wow. He did a lot. Fantasy Island, the A. He appeared on the episode of the 18 that we unfortunately didn't get to during our uh, brief podcast review. <laughs> All of them? <laughs> we didn't even get to the second half of Mexican Sleigh Ride. Yes, we did. We released that, I thought. I don't think so. I, thought I, I don't think it. we recorded it. I thought we recorded it, didn't we? I thought we put it out. We'll have to go check. Mexican <laughs> Sleigh Ride. He was on Mary Tyler Moore. He was on. Man, see, this is what Hollywood is missing at this point. We say this all the time, like, the guy that was in everything. Yeah. Like this dude was in, this is 1971, okay? Now it's becoming the- commercials. Like now we have that guy in commercials or that, you know, that, that girl, like Mary Holland is in a bunch of commercials and uh, there's a bunch of like B-level like comedians that yeah. get jobs in commercials. This yeah. is 1971, this guy, Mary Tyler Moore, Alias Smith and Jones, Death Takes a Holiday, Dan August, Love American Style. That's mm-hmm. that's not bad for a year. Then he at 82, he was on The Fall Guy, Jack Holborn, okay. Matt, Matt Houston, and he was also... Was he Bigfoot? Was he fighting Fall Guy's Bigfoot? I don't know. Then he was also on Simon and Simon and The Love Boat. That's a good year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, I didn't see him on Fall Guy, but I think that's kind of cool that he and Lee Majors got back together again. Six million dollar man, the invisible man, uh fucking he did everything. Trapper John MD, Hawaii Five O, Incredible Hulk, Dallas, he was on Dallas. And there were you know, not many channels to choose from back then, so people were seeing him all the time. Yeah. He was even he was on Melrose Place there. He this guy too. Cold case free. He was on fringe. Yeah. Played two characters on fringe. He's played Leland Spivey and Dr. Blake West. If that doesn't sound like a porno name, I don't know what does. Hello, I'm Dr. Blake West. I'm here to inspect your offices with my wiener. It sounds oh, like uh, uh, from Friends. What's the guy's name? How many of us Joey's, have them? Joey's soap opera character. Oh, uh, shit. I know who you're talking Dr. about. Dr. DeMornay or something like that? Steve, Steve. Is it DeMornay? Yeah. Something. Yeah. His, name, his name was Steve. Dr. Steve. Steve. Dr. Steve. But yeah, so this episode. Call me Dr. Steve. These guys are kind of dicks, and they're being kind of dicks on the right planet because nobody on Rise is going to do anything to stop them being dicks. They they go to their rallies to make fun of them. Yeah, they call them petulant children and shit like that. Well, I like what, though, uh, Vanessa Williams says is that it's like, well, this is how they have fun. And, these guys, know, and she essentially says these guys need to get laid. Yeah. yeah. Now, was it just, okay, two things I want to bring up. I want you guys, did the blue guy in the episode, did he look more like TV's Frank from Mystery Science Theater 3000 or Patton Oswald? If you had to pick one, who did he look more like? Because there were times where I felt like he was TV's Frank and then there was time I, I felt Patton Oswald. My money would be on TV's Frank. Okay. I don't know. He reminds me of the guy from uh, Doctor Who who had his head cut off, like his head was in the box. You know what I'm talking about, Ben? Yep. With the, the headless monks. I can't remember his name, but he came back uh, for the last season of Capaldi. Played a huge part in that. Capaldi. Yeah. If you haven't seen that yet, I'll leave it off. But he, he's a part of that. 
Now, what was his name on the oh, show? No, no, no. Go back, go back. No, I'm thinking about a different guy who had his head cut off. Which, I mean, it's like, son of a bitch. There's, there's a lot of guys with their heads cut off on this show. Yeah, that guy only came back once. I know who you're talking about, Dennis. But yeah, I can see that better than who I was thinking of. Strangely enough, the guy who played the blue guy on the episode was named Frank. <laughs> and since Frank? this was on TV. Frank Einstein or Frank Dragon? Uh, Frank, <laughs> his name is Frank Copywork. This is K-O-P-Y-C. Kopchik. Kopchik. Capiche. 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 But this was in 2000. I guess this was a different bull. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. Was bull he Bruce Willis's partner in? Uh... No, he wasn't. That guy had hair and a mustache, right? Yeah, yeah. He was fucking yeah. his wife. Yeah, I don't think he was that guy. It might have been because he head was kind gut. of head or good. Na- no, he was just neighbor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all oh. it says. Neighbor, <laughs> head or gut? What head or gut? <laughs> Now, Ben, are you still watching Bull, despite the fact that um, the lead actor on that show is apparently a dickhead who's be sexually harassing chicks? Specifically, Elizabeth, uh, what's her name? Dishku, whatever her name is. The one they killed off uh, this season? Yeah, because she was sexually harassed and they gave her nine million bucks to just go away. Because the star sexually harassed her. You didn't see that, Dennis? (laughs) You don't spend enough time. I I heard about the Eliza Dushku thing, but I didn't know it was Bull who was doing it. It yeah, was Dr. Daniel Jackson. No, that's uh, no. It's the guy who played. Uh, um, oh, the guy from uh, NCIS. NCIS. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he got his own show called Sexual Harassment. Yeah. What other shows based on the early career of Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil, the TV guy. Yeah, yeah. This this show is based on when he did uh, that same job of the whole uh, jury tampering. Um, jury help. Uh, whatever it's called sexual harassment that's what the show is about <laughs> yeah wow helping, helping you uh doctor like pick a jury a jury yeah it's not yeah. about sexual harassment no it's their psychological experts or whatever that you know know human behavior and stuff and so they can uh, like no, i get that part jury. i just have a hard time believing a whole show <laughs> is based on this premise <laughs> and it's oh. successful no, no, well, I understand. There's all the side <laughs> stories like sexually harassing uh, co-workers. Okay, yeah, if they focus on that. Shit. Just like Dr. Phil did. What's wrong now, Ben? I just realized that whole storyline now is oddly weird. But <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't. I, I never watched it before this season. But uh, since they Not killed until he her started off. sexually harassing his co-stars. That's yeah. Well, like, I gotta check what, the show out. Once they killed good, her off, good things. I was like, well, now that now that now that Dushku's dead, I can uh, start watching the series. Well, you don't How like do you her? Die in a show about picking juries. <laughs> uh, well, the character, well, the actress left the show, so they have to kill the character off. And so, in the first, doesn't make any sense. It's a big we, country; people can move. We see her car, and she's driving. And right, then, right off a cliff, like the cat, no, like the cat the was from SNL. Can you just the driving cat? The bridge that she's on collapses, 
So we never actually see her. We just see her camera, like she's going on vacation. That's a lot of production value just to get rid of this chick. I yeah. heard that she died on her way back to her home planet. <laughs> well, then like, though they do like the whole story about the fact that the people who made the bridge were using supplies that were supplied by this company that had ties to terrorist companies and this and that. And so they were able to take down the president of the company that was responsible for the bridge collapse. By what kind of shows do you watch? For sexual harassment. They took it down for that. Look, terrorists built this building and bridge, but we also heard he was feeling on some butts. We if terrorists it. are willing to build bridges, we might as well get them to pay for this wall. It seems very <laughs> counterproductive to pay for or to get money to build. Well, I guess if you're receiving money to build the bridge and then you get to knock it down, you get yeah. to do the demo. Which like, you don't have to do a good job if you already yeah, know you're yeah, going to yeah. destroy it later. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you get paid twice. You like, know? let's half-ass this. I mean, we're yeah. just going to blow it up in like a week. Yeah. We don't want it to collapse before we're ready, so we got to do a good enough job, but, but not too good. good. Yeah. yeah, we can cut a few corners here and there. Yeah. It's like, I need stress points here, here. No, nah, no, nah, you don't need all that. I just built the, di- the sticks of dynamite into the bridge. <laughs> yeah. You got this. It's like, so what kind of contract, a concrete did you use? Uh, C4. Yeah. Wasn't that an episode of The Simpsons where um, uh, Krusty's brother was building a bridge or he was building a dam that he was going to blow up or something? Doesn't that, does that sound familiar with uh, No, they were uh, like Sideshow Bob. Sideshow yeah. Bob's brother. He yeah. yeah, excuse me. I'm sorry. Sideshow Bob's brother. Yeah. Uh, he was going to blow up something that he was building for the city to, to kill everybody. Yeah, it was a dam. Yeah. So they ripped that off from The Simpsons. Ain't that look at that shit. <laughs> I, I, I think you missed the whole episode. I'm still I'm still on the train that the Simpsons should just go back, redo the episodes and put in modern jokes and nobody would notice. Like just change the pop culture references and the show would be a smash hit. Nobody would know. The show's fucking thirty years old. Who would know? Who would know? Yeah, There's two early seasons of TV viewers. The, the the early seasons didn't really have that many pop culture references not really i mean they were mostly just well written yeah i mean i can remember watching the simpsons on the tracy ullman show yeah i know i mean that was the thing is i that's i mean because i love tracy ullman and so it's just like oh they have these little animated inserts these are kind of funny but i hated how shaky the lines were and stuff in the animation 30 years later that show's still on television is that just Jesus Christ? That My show God. was that show was on TV when I was in junior high school. And well, I they sh- were on the Tracy Ullman show when I was in high school. Yeah, that shit's crazy, oh. dude. God Almighty! I mean, like I was a completely different. I was two people ago. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I have completely changed my personality as a human being twice since that show has, has started. Because <laughs> you're a Jew and you're gay now, right? I, I went for a, from a hyper-conservative uh, Southern Baptist <laughs> to a gay liberal Jew in the sense that... Uh, you know what, man? Hey, just live your best life, bro. Son of a bitch. You know? I don't even want to know what I'll be before the show gets canceled. <laughs> what are you going to be by the time Door Trek ends? A dork on a trek. What will you be? What will you be, Ben? So, yeah, I'll so, bring back the uh, Mark Twain mustache. And... What uh, Worf kind of announces to the audience, at, he might as well have just put a giant fucking flag up and said, this is important, it will come back later, that everything on Ryza is 
controlled, like the weather and stuff like that. Like it's, it's all also fake. Yeah, it's, it's all so artificial. Ugh. Posers. So, like, motherfucker, you live on a space station. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all fake. You can't breathe in space. You was that's raised all- by humans. <laughs> yeah. Pretend to be a Klingon. I'm sure you eat that replicated food. Yeah. Motherfucker. You'd be masquerading and loves masquerade. You'd be masquerading around like a Klingon Jack. You fake. We all fake, baby. But yeah, so he he mentioned that earlier, um, and these guys show up and they're total dicks about Rise and they hate it and they think this this the heathen-y and this this these activities will lead to the downfall of the yeah, space Jerry Falwell basically. Yeah, basically. The whole episode was it? Were you guys also waiting for Riker to show up and kill this guy personally? Because <laughs> this is—I think a Riker cameo would have been fun. Yeah, he's just in the background, maybe getting doves. Really missed out. Really missed I'm out. I'm thinking like there's going to be the scene where they're like a bar or something in the background and like he's macking on some chick and then he just kind of looks up and sees Worf and the gang and he just kind of like does that suspicious. Like, Aren't you mad? Will? No, I, think, I think he would invite them. <laughs> I think it would. I would love it to be like he comes over. Will, aren't you married to Troy? What are you doing? Yeah, I was at your, I, I was like, I'm Thomas. Thomas. Thomas Riker. That's me. I'm Thomas Riker. <laughs> but aren't you in a Cardassian prison? Oh, I escaped. <laughs> I'm crafty. It's all good now. I got better. Yeah. See, my scar is on the on the left side. I'm a good twin. Or he goes the route that that uh, Thomas did when he met O'Brien on the station. You do the same thing with Worf on Rise. Oh, I don't think we have anything to say to each other, do we, Mister Worf? Yeah. Like, um, like, what do you mean, scar? You're a Transporter. <laughs> well, transported the scar to the wrong spot. <laughs> See, it was a mirror copy, like a reflection. And so, you know how, like a copy, when you when you put your ass on a on a photocopier, and and your scars on the left side, and then when it photocopies. It, Look, this is all just a strange inconvenience. Just don't tell anybody I was here. We'll, we'll call it a day. Just let me suck your dick. Come on. <laughs> you know I've you always want. wanted to suck a clean on dick. You know you want me to, Julian. Either one. I mean, either one. Julian. I'm not Julian's, got, Julian's got some skinny little arms and some really high. He looks like Taylor Swift. He looks like a brown Taylor Swift. His skinny <laughs> little arms and really high pants. Peter's going to hate. Him and Lita are never, ever, ever going to get back together. Nope. He crushing it, though. Yeah. And Worf is all mad because they're not respecting the relationship or each other. That wasn't Dr. Bashir. No shit. And that was like the most uh, cleavage I've seen in Star Trek since the 60s. Yeah, you, might as well just, you might as well just let her whole titty hang out. Might as well. I will say this, though. Um, she has some long titties. Like, you can tell that she's got a good brassiere on when she's the Dabo girl. Because her titties look real long. Am I right? <laughs> right? Like... They're natural, which is cool, but they they was yeah. long. Yeah. Because Worf was scoping him. He's like, man, you got some long <laughs> That's what he had a, more of a problem with than she was supposedly cheating on Bashir. Put on a bra! It was distracting enough that he didn't realize it, was, it wasn't it was Dr. Bashir for a pretty long time. I mean, to be security chief, you should have figured out that wasn't Bashir earlier. <laughs> that wasn't Dr. Bashir, was it? I, I couldn't really focus. 
Saw some long ass titties. You didn't sound British. <laughs> Hold on. Julian, is that you? Let me go back and take another look. I got to look. You've got these little privacy rooms where you can go and, and, and get your private dance or whatever on. But you've just got little silk curtains hanging between them. And it's just like, do I really need to hear this from either side of me? Can I get a little, like, some sound? Yeah, I mean, it just must be, like, constantly hearing people have sex on that planet. Which is pretty hot, though, within itself. I mean, you know. At a certain point. And they don't have insects. It's like Hawaii, so there's no screens on the windows. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, I I just don't get it. Hmm. Makes no sense to me. Long titties. <laughs> he has long titties, right? Am I right? I thought we could move past that. I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything. I mean, I'm sure they're pretty sweet to like look at, but I mean, they were real long. And sometimes when girls have natural breasts and they get older, they get long. And that's just, yeah, that's, takes yeah that's nature. They still look nice to me. Yeah, I mean, they still look good to Brazier, but when she had that Brazier baby, they long, they got some, they got some long ass titties. Since she's like National Geographic. Them <laughs> <laughs> mm, some long titties. But yeah, so um, Worf really falls into this message really easily and very, very, very quickly. Because these people are talking about battle. They're like, oh, what happens if we have a war with the Cardassians or Dominions or the Klingons or whatever? Which is weird that Worf would be on board. It's like, yeah, we need to be ready to fight the Klingons. Like, dude, they're talking about me, man. What the fuck? Like, yeah. you even like, dude, well, not- well, well, he has that conversation with Julian where he's like, the only reason the Klingons attacked in the first place is they thought the Federation was a bunch of pussies. Because you guys are a bunch of fucking punks. Yeah. And it just kind of goes on and on. The... They can't get along, Dax and this whole Worf. controlling thing. Holy smokes. Worf is so strict and controlling and he can't let himself go, but Dax is too footloose and fancy free and they just can't make this work. And then uh, Worf agrees to join this foundation and he gives him a weather control machine, which is always a bad idea. Yeah, I yeah. saw that episode. Well, here's the thing. Handheld weather dominator. <laughs> that was the, uh, there was an episode of Six Million Dollar Man, so this ties right into this guy's history. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build Wait, this. Wait, that, that extra million dollars was to give him weather control powers? Yes. Hang on. No, no, there was, wow. a, there, there was an episode where uh, Steve Austin and Jamie Summers had to fight uh, some dude that had the weather control. The bionic woman? Yeah. There was a big crossover episode, and that was also the episode. Uh, the guy, the guy who had the weather control machine, was also the guy who invented the Fembot. Cobra Commander. No, oh. he invented the <laughs> No, he was so mad at you. <laughs> well, I guess Cobra Commander didn't invent it. You're right. Like he just used it. Yeah. He just used it. They I think it. didn't um, the doctor invented it, right? What's Dr. his name? Mindbender. Doctor Mindbender, who was also a dentist. We looked up. Remember, he was just a dentist. That's, that's so fucking sad. Like seriously, here I'll find it. I want to say Dr. Doctor Mola Bender. Yeah, you need to change your name, man. That's not gonna work. Well, did this do make good cash? Doctor so. Mindbender DDS. I'm telling you, you, I'm telling you, he was a dentist. Well, they are evil, so it makes sense that he was in Cobra. Well, in Six Million Dollar Man, yes. Doctor Franklin. He was at Doctor Bender at one time was a peace-loving orthodontist. 
He built a machine uh, to, re, uh, to relieve dental pain using electronic brainwave stimulation. Unfortunately, he tested it on itself, he, and it went haywire, and he became a hateful, deceitful, and vain. Though uh, through experiencing brain damage, he retained his scientific skills and intellect, which is just teeth. I mean, so he's just a dentist. Like, yeah, he's just a dentist. That's bet awesome. You, bet you didn't know that. Because I remember Brian, when we, when we did Bender. when we did know his name, he had Bender, Doctor Brian Bender, DDS. That's me. Yes, <laughs> I, I knew a guy named Matt Bender. So I mean, that's, that's funny because like they have their their primary and secondary jobs listed here on Wikipedia. His primary uh-huh. MOS is mind control. Secondary MOS orthodontics. <laughs> <laughs> so Cobra has a great uh, dental plan. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why people want to work for him. Yeah, that's true. It's a good recruiting tool. In the 80s? Come on. Yeah, free dental dental. coverage wasn't that easy. No. I mean, America was leading the way with fucked up teeth. Did you see how straight Destro's teeth were? I mean, those things were impeccable. Yeah. It was an odd retainer that he had to wear because that's what the whole metal head was. That was the retainer to keep his teeth straight. Well, Well, they were pretty fucked up, to be fair. We find out he was, you know, Scottish. Yeah, so, I mean, it fits that he would yeah. have the most fucked up teeth of the, the team. Baroness had some nice veneers. Mm-hmm. He did that. Yeah. So he was a great dentist, that guy. Did G.I. Joe have their own dentist to, like, fight against him? <laughs> Vaught plaque. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to fight Cobra and gingivitis. Mindbender, we're on the same side here against the cavity creeps. <laughs> Oh, man, that's really fun. G.I. Joe Dentistry. Hmm. Was Lifeline was Lifeline a uh, secondary? Uh, also a dentist. Dentist. Mm-hmm. They were all dentists. That's the thing. I don't see anybody on the Joe team. So it's kind of sad that only Cobra had the foresight to have dental hygiene as part of their program. Well, orthodontics really is, is like making braces and stuff, right? Yeah. Something like that. But they wanted the world. Did any of the Cobra guys have braces? Or they had Invisalign? Is that what's going on? I'm telling you, that's what was Destro's (laughs) whole thing. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting. Man, what a great dentist. Yeah, he was really good at his job. He made Serpentor, too. Yeah. It's like, fuck, how, how many years of medical school? He must have really studied hard. He did. He was a great dentist. (laughs) Was Major Blood actually a major? We can look. Major Blood was a big, uh, very popular character on the G.I. Joe podcast. Yeah. Uh, He was my favorite because he invented the uh, ejection seat from helicopters. And he had that fucking chest protector, which is just badass. Yeah, the gauntlets. The pith yeah. helmet. Like he was, he was, awesome. <laughs> he was the real star. The eye patch dude. Come on. He had yeah. a lot of accessories. When he got in line, he was like, give me all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can only pick one. No, no. Give me all of them. I want all of them. Um, let's see here. He was trained he rolled by- really well on his wealth role when he was doing character <laughs> creation. Uh, terrorism and assassinations are his MOS. His secondary is weapons and tactics. They train that bitch for assassinations on terrorism. What'd you hear for? Terrorism. Oh, word? <laughs> he's too loud to be an assassin, though. Yeah. Because he's got all that shit on. 
<laughs> you're coming a mile away. Glunk, 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 glunk. All the other shots. I can't see very well. I got to switch eyes onto you. But yeah, so anyway, let's get back to Star Trek. Um, so yeah, Worf builds like a machine that'll fuck with the weather because mm-hmm. he, he gets mad because I guess Vanessa Williams is, Keir, or is Dax's old lover from another life. She Ooh. literally fucked Curzon Dax to death. We finally find out why Curzon died. That is that's awesome. A, that's a good way to if go. We're going to go. Holy shit. you look so happy on that surgery table. Vanessa Williams, I mean, pretty much at her prime. Yeah. To take it take out Curzon. Yeah. She put it she put it on him. This is pre-eraser Vanessa Williams. Yeah. This is mm, save the save the best for last. <laughs> I, I just really love that she had a pretty successful career after Miss America. Yeah, she was great. Where I mean, the whole, you know, resigned in scandal, blah, 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 bullshit. And uh, for her to go on and recover from that and just be like, fuck you. Didn't need you. She's ma- she was married to your boy, Rick Fox. Yeah, she was. I remember that. Yeah. That was a good, I'd watch them fuck any day of the week. That was a good looking couple right there. It was Jack. a little odd seeing her stand next to uh, Dax, though, because Vanessa Williams is like 5'6", and Dax is like six foot. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, Dax kind of towers over everybody. That's kind of what she's there for, you know? <clears throat> Rick Fox. Days. What is Vanessa? I'm, I'm looking at Rick Fox's stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> Vanessa Williams is just fine. She's just fine. Black don't crack, baby. She's got her own fashion line. Yeah. Uh, she was in a Super Bowl commercial. She was the Miss. She was the brown Eminem. She voiced Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. There you go. She great. Has it, has she showed up in any Tyler Perry movies? You figured she'd be in all them joints. She was in Soul Food. Yeah. Is that a Tyler Perry movie? No. This is pre. This is like when they actually made good black movies. But why isn't she in any of the Tyler Perry movies? She's got standards, man. <laughs> I was going to say she was in Tolkien, but it kind of established that she was at a higher. Yeah. All right, all right. God, I haven't seen that movie since I saw it in the theater. Now, why would you go see Soul Food in the theater? Because it was a good movie. All right, all right. Soul Food. Oh, was that Babyface? I was still married to my first wife at the time. Man. There you go. Now, now the truth comes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, there is a baby face. There's a Kenneth baby face Edward stretch of, I think it's 74 going into Indianapolis because I've been on it because I have to, when I go to Gen Con, it's baby face. The baby face freeway? It is. It is the Kenneth awesome. baby face Edwards freeway. That shit is dope, son. Every time I see it, I'm like, wow, babe, whatever happened to baby face? He used to do everything. From Indiana? I, apparently. Well, yeah, you'd have to be. I hope so. Yes, he's from Indianapolis, Indiana. Babyface. Hmm. You, you don't name roads after people. Uh, Babyface was pretty great. Here it is. Look, uh, in 1999, a 25-mile stretch of Interstate 65. It was 65. Yep. Uh, that runs through Indianapolis was renamed the Kenneth Babyface Edmonds Highway. Hmm. So check that out. I used to drive that uh, way whenever I drive home from Chicago back to Alabama. He's got all the hot songs. God, he, he fucking... He's like one of the... I guess he's like the first great super producer of our generation. Oh, yeah. Babyface did it all, Jack. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, he did it. Did he still got a babyface? I, I mean, he probably... Black don't, black don't crack, baby. You know that, Dennis. You're an example of that. You look young as shit, Dennis, black and Asian. 
Hmm. Vanessa Williams also got that that fine. I mean, look at fucking. She won fifty five. Yeah, look at your boy. Uh, only fifty five. She looks amazing. Look at your boy yeah. uh, Samuel Jackson. He's eight hundred years old. Baby face still does look good. Yeah, he baby face. He baby face Jack. Fifty nine years old. And then Worf. I guess they kind of have one last discussion about why Worf is such a butthole. And then. I mean, yo, man, this like changes my whole perspective on on Worf. This whole story, this this whole episode, the whole point of the episode was for this moment for him to explain why he's such a dick. Yeah, and it's a and pretty good reason, I guess. No, I it's still, not, Dennis. I still like if you kill somebody on the soccer field, it's gonna impact your well, life. Here's the thing: is the this is how bad it's gotten in soccer by the 24th century. <laughs> He actually just ran past him really fast. And the guy went down with his, like, you know, overdramatic. Like he, faked, he faked an injury so hard that he died? He died from a faked injury. This was uh, 23rd or 24th century Luis Suarez? It's like he, wow. he faked himself to death. <laughs> so he may have actually just faked his own death. Man, I mean... Warford's out there like a, a Sergio Ramos just killing people on the field. <laughs> As He's telling this story, and I'm laughing my ass off while he's telling it because during a corner kick in the closing... <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like, you getting very technical about it. <laughs> in the closing minutes of the second half, we had a corner kick. And I was like, no, come on. I mean, like any, like I get what they were saying because Worf had to temper his Klingon side, but they could have used any other example. Like Worf talking about soccer sounded A, hilarious, and B, so foreign to him. <laughs> he had no idea. I would have liked to see big-headed Cl- uh, Worf running around on the <laughs> soccer field. <laughs> Bust balls whenever he'd go up to do like a head button. He broke the guy's <laughs> neck on a header. I was like, no, this, I mean, no, this is just ridiculous. I mean, of all the ways it could have happened, like they could have been out hiking and Worf was climbing very high because of his extended durability and stamina and his friend was trying to keep up with him and fell off the mountain and died. That sounds a lot more plausible. And that, not, that would just be his clumsy ass friend. That, yeah. and not like, he acts actually like his, his exuberance and, you know, from a header Dennis, style had to kill him. From a header, he at 13, he had swung his big head and broke someone's neck. Yeah. Yep. And, and <laughs> stupidest shit I've ever heard. That was the thing is he said he did. Have you ever hit somebody's head trying to go for a header? No, Dennis. Uh, but you know what? If I saw a giant Klingon's dome flying at me, I'd <laughs> that, move. That is true. That is it is a kid's fault. This kid's a moron. Like, don't challenge the Klingon. Don't, don't yeah. Victim shame here. We don't have victim blaming. Go for the bikes will kick if it's going to be Klingon. Click, yeah. Kick him, kick him in the head. And they were on the same team. They weren't on the same team. Yes, they were. That's no, they were on the, on the opposite team. I'll have to go back and watch because I thought they were. Because that's, that's a foul. why he, he said he was, he like jumped into the guy on purpose. Yeah. But that's a foul. He said, I, was, I was full of glee. That's a foul. I wanted to taunt him after I scored, but he that's, was dead. That's a foul. That's a foul. <laughs> like, I mean, you killed a guy. That's a foul. Like, you killed a guy going for a header. That's a foul. Like, that goal doesn't count. The game ends in a draw. Or we go to a shootout. 
And then during the shootout, I kicked the ball so hard it went through the goalie's chest <laughs> and into the back of the net. I, I misunderstood the referee when he said we were going to a shootout. I killed three of yeah. the opposing team with my father's yeah, gun. Father. Oh, my yeah. God, Worf. That's so Klingon. I mean, this really just kind of... Here's the thing. It was of all the episodes where you guys could have justifiably talked about soccer for an extended period of time. It took us this long to get to soccer. In the one episode where they fucking mentioned soccer. Yeah. And, and it's, it's been all baseball up to this point. And it's terrible. And it's terrible. Uh, this, ep- this is the worst episode of DS9 I've ever seen. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, this so is. This, I swear to God, this is it. Like this, because like you have this this villain, this problem that is invading this planet that doesn't really give a shit either way. Like, they're just kind of like, because the guy even says, he's like, well, we could press charges. And he's like, yeah, the people on Ryza don't give a shit anyway. Like, yeah. so, I mean, so this is all like a fucking an exercise in futility. Like, no one gives a shit. To be fair, though, it's better than the TNG uh, Ryza episode where those archaeologists from the future are like trying to find something and no because we get to see picard in his little robe okay yeah but we get to see dax in this episode yeah i'll take picard's little robe spots go all the way down to her big bombs i mean it's this is the worst episode of ds9 i've ever seen i'm not gonna lie to you this episode sucked when Worf is telling this heartfelt story about why he is the way he is and dax like Oh, Worf, oh, that's really terrible to hear. I'm upstairs laughing my ass off because I just picture Worf's giant head breaking someone's neck on a header. That is pretty feet. funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's such a stupid, stupid thing. And meanwhile... Uh, but he would be playing Earth sports. Like, he, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, see, I think- In Soviet Russia, soccer is very important. <laughs> I mean, didn't they host the World Cup one year? Yeah. So, so last dumb. year. So oh. dumb. It was a huge disappointment. I want to say, and this, this may be because it's fresh in my head, and I just want this almost takes me out of my wharf crush that I've had since the start of, 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 of TNG. It's like that's such a stupid thing. Because he has soccer trauma? Because he killed the guy, Dennis, on a header. He yeah. broke someone's neck. Yeah, it's possible. And he died it's the not. Neck. <laughs> He didn't even die instantly. He gradually died. He died the next day. <laughs> yeah. they, they couldn't save him or something? I mean, no. that's kind of... They, they couldn't perform any kind of surgery? No, you broke his well, head. He, he it was that. Russia. Like, <laughs> In Soviet no, Russia, neck break you. It was a farming colony of uh, Gaul. Yeah, it was the same uh, collective that Colossus grew up on. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They didn't have a lot of fancy medicine. So bad. So, so bad. Oh my god! But Julian and Lita break up. That's why they're on. Uh, like, how do you not tell like, the people that you're going on vacation? Like, it never comes up that oh, we're we're going to break up because they were still making kissy faces on the shuttlecraft. Well, that's how they do it on, on Bajor. And then we find out that she's hot for Rom. Rom's got it all, man. Like he's got the sweet gig now. He's eating the hot breakfasts with sausages, and he's got long ass titties. He he got the, he got it made. Just gnawing on him. Yeah. <laughs> nipples are all chewed up mm, i got that one random ass tooth that rom has it just kind of sticks out just be biting <laughs> <laughs> and it's checked out she's like no 
I'm not going to engage on this. He won't look at us. <laughs> Punishing we, that clip with those teeth. If we didn't spend Saturday night together watching Star Trek, the motion picture, if you just watched this and didn't have that interaction fresh in your mind, you would think Ben hates us. <laughs> <laughs> but because that interaction is fresh in my mind, I know Ben and I and Dennis and Jenny are all pals. I, I do want to say, though, one, it was great having you guys over. Um, and Wonderful two, host. Um, I would like to let, I didn't let you guys know, I guess, in time, but part of the repast that we enjoyed was sponsored by one of our Patreons, uh, Commodore Wesley. Get out of town! Who uh, wanted to make sure we knew the bagels were from the Epsilon Quadrant. Oh, wow, that's well, awesome! Special, but, uh, that's wonderful. So, a uh, big thank you to him. That was great. We had a wonderful time. We watched Star Trek The Motion Picture, which was better than this episode. Wow, I no. do not think, no. Yes, dude. Yes. Wow. You're just being a sour-faced bitch now. I am, you know, <laughs> you're bitter. <laughs> You're so bitter right now. You need to even kill a kid. You're just mad because Worf never played for City. I'm just mad that <laughs> you might have so, won if you had. So ludicrous that that's how he. That's why he. Tell me, Vincent Company can't kill somebody with it. That big ass head he's got. No, he couldn't, Dennis. He could. He couldn't break someone's neck. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, this actually made me like Worf a little bit better because now I thought of him kind of like how Superman has to be. Where, you know, Superman, when he does his whole thing, when he's all like paper. Yeah, when he's fighting uh, Dark, Dark Side. side yeah, like, in the Justice League in, Unlimited, right? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I grew up in a world made of paper mache, and yeah. I was always worried. It was pretty about badass. Paper. Yeah, and you you let me uh, know that I can, un what was it? Uh, not unleash or uh, let go or something. Yeah. But Darkseid still kind of kicked his ass. Much cooler. Well, he is, Superman <laughs> always got his ass kicked on that show. Much yeah. cooler. It than, took Lex Luthor coming there to, to actually win the day. Yeah, much cooler than Superman telling Darkseid, yeah, when I was on Earth, I had to really temper it because I broke a kid's neck playing soccer one time when I was going up for a sweet header. Well, no, I mean, he, he almost <laughs> On a corner did. kick. <laughs> well, here's yes, the thing. It was a corner kick. Well, I mean, I don't know fuck all about soccer, so I appreciated it, and I just assumed that that Jedzia was like me, and you know, from a higher evolved species that doesn't. If do we're if we're supposed to believe that Klingons are actually that much stronger than humans and that much more like their bones are harder and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you have to believe that they can kill somebody by heading them in the head. Absolutely, it's just such a ludicrous. They for they headbutt for fun, but it's okay. I get all that. I get all that. I understand. But it's, it's how, I mean, Data is one of the, this Klingon became his best friend because when they went to headbutt, you know, the Klingon almost knocked himself out because it's of Data. such a stupid premise. Like, they could have done that any other way. That's all I'm saying. I understand all that. But, like, how, how would he kill? It's like you? the person who goes sober because they killed their best friend in a drunk driving accident or something, you know? Yes. So, right. if, if anything, then Worf should have just given up soccer forever. Well, have you ever heard of him playing again? I gave up soccer after that. Moment. He went into martial arts after that. Where I could learn how to break someone's neck cleanly. <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. <laughs> well, yeah. The, now they had a uh, you know better. They had a fighting chance. So and yeah. then I started studying the batlith, where I could cut people's arms off because you know it's more honorable. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's and for, he, he, was, 
he was reminded of how fragile humans were. So that's when he started being more of a uh, book learning Klingon. Worst episode ever. I'm I'm giving this episode a two, son. This episode is straight trash. Straight trash. I think you're just bitter about the motion picture. No, the motion picture, you know what? I enjoyed the motion picture because I've never seen it. didn't sound like it on Saturday. (laughs) I enjoyed the camaraderie of it. When will this end? It was really long. Oh, my God. It was really long. It's very, very long and boring. I tried to warn you guys. No, we know. I, I mean, I knew how long and boring it was. I was like, maybe we should start at five. I really enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed being together. I enjoyed watching the film. I enjoyed watching other people watch something on a monitor. <laughs> that was really fun. Like, we, we were all just watching something on a monitor. Next time, I'm, I'm going to kick back to just a bunch. I'll put together, like, a four-hour YouTube list. Next time, we'll just watch Khan. A variety of things. We could just watch Khan. Or Undiscovered I, Country. Or, or five. I think five is a better movie than one at this point. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say it. At least at least I see what the characters in the movie are looking at. Like they're just not looking at a television screen. Five is five is bad. Five is bad. Bad one, bad bad. One is bad. One is dull. Ben looks sleepy. Ben, what is this episode rated to you, friend? I was gonna give it about a six. Five and a half, six. All right. six. All right, six. Dennis, what do you say? I agree. It's like a six. All right. Um, I mean, it's not really ambitious or anything, but at least it kind of helps give some perspective on like Worf and Dak. The, da- the dangers of headers. Yeah. And, and why is she with Worf? Okay, now we, we see what, you know. And that whole uh, scene where she and Vanessa Williams are, are trying to recreate the scene from Ghost. That, that clay thing was failing as fuck. Yeah, they're just making a giant penis to fuck later. That's all they were doing. Yeah. Worf is like, hmm. Pull back the foreskin on the clay. The wait, what? I'm gonna go play soccer. <laughs> you broke the hell out of that Horgon. So, all right. Well, there you go, everybody. Worf probably goes in the holodeck and has like a soccer program that he plays where he can really let loose. But he doesn't let anybody. <laughs> <laughs> all the opposing team and half of his own team are dead <laughs> like he grabs Tommy Rutledge and just swings him into the opposing team we had a corner kick <laughs> I, I still don't even know what a corner kick is they I'm kick the ball from the corner but what's the, the significance if the ball goes off of the uh, goes over the end line and it touched by the defending team, then the attacking team gets a corner kick. Yes. Okay. Where they can so kick the ball you the corner it, and try to score. You just put it on the corner of, of the field. Yeah, there's a little, like, arc yeah. in the corner that you place the ball inside that arc. And okay. you kick it from there. And, and then, then you kick it back in to play, play hoping that one you of you... You either play a short corner, like, play it really quickly and then try to build an attack, or you can kick it into the into the penalty box area and hope that one of your teammates heads it and kills an opponent yeah <laughs> and scores the winning goal yeah okay so that was the thing doesn't even so die instantly Worf, because that's yeah. how normal people die with broken necks he dies <laughs> days later that's the thing though like Worf didn't do the kick he could have died from what, a staff what, infection. What, but what, like what, even even now nowadays they talk about how dangerous corner kicks are because people get head injuries during corner kicks Dennis, you're just so well, that, 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 concussions so, and all kinds of shit now you, you cling on and shatter all your bones so <laughs> Worf didn't do the corner kick. Worf was kicked at. So yes. He was, like, he he was, 
kicked, and then he and this other guy ran toward it. Yeah. And Warp was the one who did the head shot to knock it into the go while the opposing teammate broke his neck. And was like, eh. He was trying to head it out. Yes. Okay. To get the ball out of danger, but little did he know that a giant Klingon head was coming for him. You think they would have talked about that? Like, oh, yeah, on the corners, be careful for the giant fucking Klingon head coming at you. Because as he did, it's not worth your life. Everybody on the call, thousand people know who he is. So, oh, he's the little Klingon boy. The controllable one. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised he he didn't get like a red card earlier in the game. If he's jumping into people and Dennis, it's not a goal. He broke someone's neck. That's a foul. I think that's the dictionary definition. Nah. Okay. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> did he say they won, or did he say they that won. they won? They did Yeah. The worst part, it was an own goal. It bounced off the kid with the broken neck. The ball trickled in because everyone's like, yeah. "Oh my god, this guy's dead!" Days part of his later. neck went in the goal too. <laughs> I just don't know. It's an own goal. Wolf didn't even get credit for the oh, goal. It's a vertebrae. That's how he killed him because he was like, "I don't get credit for the goal," and he finished the job. Oh. <laughs> I'll show you. Snap. <laughs> Kablaw. I with honor. Score with honor. <laughs> An own goal is not honorable. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for starting your 2019 with us. Um, we will be back next week. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll have a better episode because that one sucked. Oh, the opinion was, of one person. All right. It was pretty bad, though. Yeah. I mean, average, it was all- the average between us is still uh, like five it's like a four i think because i said a two what's 14 divided by three it's like four point there you go six four there point you six. go it's like that's five like math it's like five that's some heavy rounded dennis it's like five <laughs> four point six 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 rounds up to five all right to six we don't oh, do yeah. we don't do anything uh less or more than a half all right okay all right all right well there you go everybody we'll talk to you next week i don't understand 